Hey guys, before we dive into this week's very exciting episode, we would love it if you just took a little bit of time to like and review our show. It helps us out a ton and helps us reach more movie buffers like you. Let's get into it. Barbie. Hi, Barbie. How are you? I'm doing amazing. How are you doing? I'm feeling plastic. And it's fantastic. But it's also so much more than that because it's Greta Gerwig's world and we're just living in it. And we're just living in it. Wow. What a fantastic weekend we just had. Erica, how would you say your weekend was seeing this movie? We have so much to talk about. Life before Barbie and life after Barbie feel very different to me. So I'm just like, yeah, my week was amazing. But it also was kind of hard because I had to process a lot of big girl feelings, Hannah. Me and Erica both unknowingly canceled our Oppenheimer ticket because we saw Barbie and it was a lot more deep and layered than we thought it was going to be. And we didn't realize both of us canceled our tickets for that. But we were just so caught off guard by how Mm. it affected us. We just had to see Barbie one more time. I just have to go back to Barbie land. And we did. We we saw it twice this weekend. But overall, by and large, Hannah Jones, how are you? How are things going for you? I'm doing so good. I just feel like I lived at the theater this weekend, which was amazing. Um... Just walking up to the theater, flocks of girls and guys wearing pink. Mm -hmm. It was such a community event, which was so cool to see people getting so excited about going to the movies again. It's a big win for movie theaters in general. Oppenheimer was also just a huge movie everyone was going to see this weekend. And I just read online that Barbie just made history for the biggest opening in cinemas this year and it was also the biggest opening for a female director ever if you haven't seen her other stuff please go watch i still think about little women all the time on the daily i'm like oh hannah you know how i feel about little women i know how you feel so when did you go to the theater were you did you go on friday yeah i went and saw it on thursday thursday i think some theaters across the country in major cities like open it up a night early and so it was just electric I went with my sister everyone was in pink I had to buy a shirt the day of because I just wanted to be in full support of Barbie but I didn't have any pink so I just bought a $10 shirt from TJ Maxx (laughs) and it was so cool and um yeah it was amazing it was amazing I got a blue icy I got my popcorn I was set I actually went to see it with one of my American friends here and she and I were talking about like the discrepancies between like the movies theaters here and the movie theaters in the US like she and I were talking about how patriotic it is to spend like $8 on nerd ropes you're like I don't even care dog like you you will spend $8 on nerd ropes because you're just like I'm at the cinema. Yeah, and you don't feel bad about it because you know that's how the movie theaters make their money and it's like I don't care I'm supporting them. I'll buy that $10 popcorn. Exactly, exactly. The movie buffs. We have so much to talk about. Like, where do we even start? Should we start with the ad campaign? Let's start with the ad campaign. 
talk about marketing genius. I don't think I could turn my head left or right without seeing some pink in my vicinity. Are you serious? Mm. I've just seen commercial after commercial after partnership Mm. after just so many ads supporting the movie. I just read that they spent, so they spent $145 million making this movie. And then they spent $100 million on marketing alone. Holy moly. So almost the same amount. And it, it's so obvious, though. But everywhere on TikTok, Instagram, it was everyone was tagging, using the sounds. Everyone was just getting the name out I'm there. I'm curious. Do you think the movie still would have done as well without all of that? I don't know. Because I feel like it would, but it was just on everyone's mind because of TikTok. Mm. They released the songs a little early so people could make their own videos using the sounds. So I'm not sure. What did you think this movie would be about? I mean, I remember walking up to the theater and being like, I still, I don't know what to expect. All I know is that it seems like it's going to be this huge pink glitter disco party the whole time, which the first 30 minutes were. But after that, it's a completely different movie with a huge message and a lot of heart. I'll just say it. I loved it. I loved it. I really enjoyed this film. I thought it was so well done. I almost feel a little bit overwhelmed talking about this movie because I'm genuinely just not sure where to start. I mean, it goes without saying I'm obsessed with this movie. It's the movie of the year for me. It's probably in my like top, top tier favorite movies right now and might be there to stay. And I wanted to see it again for a second time just because I wanted to make sure. And I can say confidently, and I'm sure you could say confidently as well, like it's the the movie kind of has like cocaine in it because I'm like I I want to see this movie again and I don't feel yeah. that way about movies before where I'm like I don't really feel like I need yeah. to double watch a movie like I feel like I can just watch it and be like great the second this movie ended both times I was like when can I see this again did yeah. you feel that way Oh, absolutely. Mm. And there's so many layers to this movie, too. There's so... I, we can talk about this later, but I don't think there's one central message. And I just wanted to pick up on everything she was trying to tell us. And I was like, I have to go see this again. Yeah. But um, yeah, and I liked it better the second time around. And it, And overall, this movie is like definitely a comedy. So funny. Mm. It's a huge... I would say it's like a satire film. Oh, um, yeah. oh yeah definitely I was laughing the whole time and it is just a movie that is so well made starting with the production design when you first like when the credits like come up and you see Barbie land everything is so plastic like it just made me want to reach out and touch the scene everything looked so beautiful and so plastic like from childhood memories were just flowing back to me I was like everything looks so perfect she did such a good job uh the script was awesome the sound choices the songs that were in this movie amazing so overall I just I loved it it was pretty flawless to me like genuinely I'm trying to like pick a flaw and be like "Mm, I didn't like that I'm really struggling to do that. I'm really, really struggling to do that. I just, I think this movie will just have a very special place in my life. And I think for a lot of women our age in this demographic, in this time in our life, 
I think we'll always remember the first time we watched this movie and be like, wow, I remember the first time I watched Barbie and like what I was going through and what it meant to me at that age, but also what Barbie means meant to us when we were younger as well. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. The movie buffs. We're definitely at the spoiler portion of this podcast. So if you've not seen this film yet, what are you doing? Get a ticket. But get a ticket. Come um, on. There just needs to be a moment of silence for the people who didn't want Ryan Gosling to play Ken because he was perfect. He was probably like other than he was the perfect. message and like the tone of this film, he was my favorite part of this entire movie. I was just dying at how when Ken basically found out about the patriarchy in the real world and tried to bring it back to Barbie land, everything in there was so specific and gold. My favorite part was just when they were poking fun at men trying to show women how to play a sport and all of them come together in a huge group and they're like, here, let us show you. It was so on the nose. It was so specifically funny. And you would only pick up these things if you were a girl who has experienced all of this. Like if you have ever, if you were a girl who's ever had the guitar played at you by a man, oh. here's your trigger warning. <laughs> Wait, it's so funny you say that because the two friends that I went, like saw this film with, we were driving back and that was the part out of the whole film that both of them were like that hit the most home to me because no. why is it such a universally woman experience why? to have a guitar and just that one word change like i want to play the guitar for you no 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 that guitar is getting played no, at you at you <laughs> when ken and barbie enter the real world and you see how like Barbie is interpreted by everyone like or how Barbie experiences the real world versus how Ken experiences the real world. Like Ken sees everyone staring at him. He's like, I feel admired. She felt self-conscious, like just the differences there. He said, he's like, oh, there's no tone of violence. And she's like, mine very much has a tone of violence and her being like assaulted, which wow. Yeah. I mean, I'll probably edit this out, but just like personally coming from my experience, like, no, and I don't think you have to edit this out, but I was just going to say, Erica literally called me, not kidding you this week and said a situation mm -hmm. happened. It happens so much more than we realize. And it's disgusting. There will be people who love this movie and there will be people who don't like this movie, but I just want to. If, if any of you haven't seen it yet, I would just encourage you to see it because a lot of the times feminism can be taken so aggressively and can be very mean sometimes and mean-spirited, but this was not that at all. I think Greta did such a good job with it being very pro-women, but also pro-men at the same time, and that is so hard to do. Hannah and I have a very specific experience when it comes to some of these issues and had a lot of different ideas floating around us that had mostly, I would say, negative connotations when it comes to feminism and maybe some of the more extreme versions of feminism. And I think what I appreciated from this film was the kind of baseline it had and established. And I hope the people who maybe stick their nose up to these kinds of 
conversations, which I probably would have a couple of years ago, you know, oh, I don't want an agenda. I don't want any woke things in my life, which I think a lot of people, you know, resist when they come from that part of the world. I think just speaking personally, it's important to always be looking for ways to be wrong or to correct your thinking and to advance your thinking based off of people you meet, experiences you have personally, and the experiences that the people around you have also had. There's a lot of moments in this film that I have experienced. There's a lot of moments in these films that I haven't experienced, but that doesn't negate them happening to other women. There is a gray area between these really politicized issues. We strongly believe that God loves men and women equally. He values them and loves them both and their differences. And I think this is why I respected the movie so much is because I feel like the message is saying that both men and women deserve respect, deserve to be happy and live fruitful lives. This isn't anti-men at all, which sometimes feminism can for sure feel like that. But this is just a reminder for us to be humble and show love to everyone, just like Jesus did. Yeah. And just like piggybacking off of another thing that you said, which is like this movie also tried to achieve a world in which that equality isn't controversial. And I think... Barbie's experience in the real world just makes you realize that like she is blissfully unaware that the real world really doesn't have the best setup for women that she sees women being like so high achieving so massively talented and successful but in the real world though there are women out there who exist they're not put on a pedestal the way that men are You don't have to agree with every single message in this movie. There's a lot she's trying to say with this film. You don't have to agree with all of them. But I think the large thing theme of this movie is that men and women are equal and we should live in a world that reflects that. And I think people are seeing it out of context because somewhat in the trailer, you can kind of get a sense of Barbie land and it is a reversal of our world specifically more in the 1950s but the roles are reversed so women are leading everything there's a woman president the women are leaders women are the cheerleaders or sorry men are the cheerleaders and women are the athletes and that to a lot of people that would be really jarring but we have to remember why it's being done and Greta Gerwig does a really great job of just showing the flip side of the reversal of gender roles and she's using it to just show what it's like to walk in someone else's shoes have a sense of humor we for decades we have had to have a sense of humor about our portrayal of our gender in movies for decades it's like it's there a man can sit back and have a sense of humor about how he's being portrayed for once because we've had to put up with it for years. Oh my gosh, amen. I want to put that on a shirt. Mm. Seriously. And people still don't realize things are not at a level playing field to this day. We are still not getting paid the same wage as a man. We There's so many things that still aren't totally equal and yeah. you would be you would be a little blind to not see that. The Barbies don't hate the Kens. The Barbies aren't anti-Ken. They're just passive about the Kens, which is, I think, commentary in itself. Like, 
the Barbies love Kens. They they all are living harmoniously, but we don't see where the Kens sleep. We don't see what the Kens eat. We're not getting Kens story. We're getting Barbie's story, which yeah. I think is enough to probably upset some people. But again, it's just not the point. A lot of people are talking about America Ferrera's huge monologue towards the end of the movie and how beautifully it was delivered and scripted. And I think every single woman can relate to everything she said. Even in the movie, Barbie can't live up to society's expectations. And she's Barbie, a doll who's supposed to have no flaws. But she still doesn't think she's enough. And she was talking about how if you're a woman and a leader, you can't be mean. You have to love your kids, but you can't talk about your kids too much. There are so many contradictions that society puts on us as women, and it's exhausting. Mm, and that's such a good word, Hannah, contradict, like contradiction, because that that is what Greta Gerwig's films talk about in, in every single one of her films, Little Women, Lady Bird, Francis Ha, it's all about these contradictions that women constantly have to sort through in their heads that men really don't. And I loved America Ferreira's monologue so much because I could tell it was what Greta Gerwig wanted to say. Like it, it sounded like it was written by the same person who wrote Joe March's monologue and Lady Bird's monologue. I was just like, yes, say this, please, because... The second time watching it, I tried to pay attention to the moments that like hit me a little bit more emotionally. And I actually got a little bit choked up the second time watching when Barbie was crying after meeting Sasha. She was like, I can't believe she thinks I'm a fascist and all of these things. It just made me realize that like Barbie doesn't represent unhealthy body image Barbie doesn't represent any of that we assigned that to her like we attached the baggage to Barbie Barbie is a doll she's she doesn't have a role to play in her impact in society which this movie tried to tell you about there's the ideas and then there's the people who make the ideas Barbie's not an existing anti-woman feature she's a barbie doll that was made by mattel we assigned the garbage to her and that's what america Ferrera's monologue was all about at the end of just like and if that's all true of a barbie doll like yeah who's meant to and represent that's... a woman like ooh, margot robbie's performance in this was something that was unexpected for me i didn't know what this movie was going to be about but i also didn't know what barbie the character would be like, I didn't know if you'd want to root for her or if, like, she was the villain. Like, we, I didn't, I wasn't sure. But Margot Robbie's performance was, like, actually so touching and so human that I saw myself in her so much. And I, I hope you did, too, because I think that that oh, was kind yeah. of the, the goal. But, like, you see her become so aware of her imperfections and her insecurities. And, like, you see the montage when she's getting ready. Her hair is perfect everything's perfect yeah. and then one day she wakes up and she notices her bad breath and all of these things and it's just like that happened for all of us girls like one day we just woke up and had all of these things to like do mm -hmm. like we don't remember the first time we looked in the mirror and thought "Ooh, I wish I could change that or don't love that totally but it, it kind of feels like an overnight thing where all of a sudden you're just like you feel so aware of your body at such a young yeah. age that like at one point in time, you were just a girl and that was it. 
there were a lot of like biblical themes in this film too about about how um adam and eve they start off so perfect like no imperfections no flaws they aren't aware of their nakedness uh yeah their nakedness and then one day they're the scales are removed from their eyes and they're just so aware of everything and that is kind of like yeah barbie one day she wakes up and she's just so aware she goes to the real world and she's like why is everyone looking at me like that i think i know the answer to this question but when did you cry in this movie did you cry like when did your emotions kind of have a have a peek over oh erica you're gonna kill me but i didn't cry whoa on the inside i definitely did no i'm just kidding and you know i'm not a crier at movies so it Mm. takes a freaking lot for me to cry but i felt so touched when we saw that beautiful montage of all the real life women with that Billie Eilish song playing in the background to me it was just showing all of the beauty of being a woman sort of untainted by society and all that it could be if she were to step into that role yeah what about you when did you just I know you bawled your eyes out. So when was I know, that? I'm such a crier in movies. It's actually so bad. You remember no. when we saw Little Women? I think I wept for like three hours after that. Oh, you did. And Big Hero Six. I've never seen you cry. Yeah, harder. I was really going through something. I don't know why that movie hit me so hard. Um. Anyway, yeah. First of all, <sighs> just talking briefly about the Billie Eilish song. They really, like, teased that song throughout the whole movie. Like, you knew it was coming. Like, you heard Billy's, like, ah, ah, kind of throughout the movie. So when we got a little bit of what I was made for on the park bench, when she's speaking with the woman and she says, you, you, you look so beautiful. And she goes, I know it. That, that little montage, I feel like, told you what where this movie was going which I'm so glad we had that moment because then when the end did come and we get that whole sequence and we get the entirety of that song and we get her becoming a human it just felt so rewarding because it was like you had the answer what she was made for was to become human and so it just felt so pure and whole and she had been searching this whole time and then she like finally found it it was just so satisfying I don't know I I don't know what this montage meant to you and I don't know what the ending meant to you but I feel like it's such a personal thing to wonder what you were made for and to wonder what your purpose is and that's not a gendered experience And I'm glad that Ken got his moment to wonder that too. Ruth Handler was like, being a human is really uncomfortable. And I was just like, oh my gosh, there's no better word to describe it. It's like, (laughs) it's so uncomfortable. So uncomfortable. But Barbie really wants to experience that because she wants to be an idea maker. And it just made me really aware of the privilege that we have that I wasn't born a doll, that I wasn't born an idea. Like I, I am in charge of ideas and I have the capability of creating something. It just spoke to me as like a creator and I'm sure it did for you too. Just not even just like an artistic creator, but just like if you have an idea for something, we live in a world that encourages you to breathe life into your ideas and like 
bring them to life and be brave about that. And I just, I don't know. I just, yeah. The song is a big part of this. I was just talking to my mom about this. Shout out to my mom if she's listening. She just saw the movie. But um, we were just saying like how the song is such a big part of the whole message of this movie. Like, what was I made for? And I feel like Greta was gently saying that we're all made for or we all just want to leave the world a better place than how we found it. And we can achieve that through, like you were saying, like our gifts that we have. We all have a unique talent, a gift that we have to just spark some hope or difference in the world. Um, And it goes back to the line that Ruth said, I hope I say this right, but she said something like, our moms stand still so our daughters can look back and see how far they've come. If you think about your mom's generation and how different that is growing up in the, I don't know, 80s, 70s, and her mom's generation and how different that is. And can you imagine your grandma looking at us right now and just, or your great grandma and looking at us now and just seeing they've come so far from where I was. Not that long ago, like 50 years ago, women couldn't even vote. We couldn't open up a bank account without a husband's signature. So many things have happened just in the past 50 years But yeah, I would love to talk to my great grandma about this movie and for her to see the world we live in now and just how much we've progressed for women's rights since then. And I feel like it'll slowly get better and better little by little. But like, for example, I feel like, yeah, in the future, one day we will have a woman president and that is going to be so historic. I just love everything you're saying. And I think that this movie has that message, like gave us that message, like you were saying, but did it in such a playful way that it's a massive topic and a big undertaking for a Barbie movie to tackle the question, what I was, what am I made for? That's like a massive pill to swallow that I feel like could have done, been done really poorly because it's just like, how does a movie about the Barbie doll have anything to do with identity and death and legacy and all of these things. But the brilliance of Greta Gerwig is that she does, she is like tiptoeing between dark humor and like realism. Cause the movie has this gut wrenching scene with Ruth Handler. And then it ends with her going to the gynecologist. And it's just like, that's the whole point. Like it's uncomfortable. Like life is like, up and life is down and life is also just like a Tuesday and going to a doctor's appointment and that's it I was really nervous when she was walking into this room I was like praying I was like dear god please do not I was so nervous she was gonna walk in for a job interview I was like no don't make the ending be that she works at Mattel or something I think we were all thinking that like that's the movie we have seen time and time again where it's just she applies for a job at Mattel Oh my gosh. I definitely like once the movie ended was kind of like scowling at some of the men in my theater. Not because I don't like men. I love men. Yeah. But I was just like, why are you here? I just left this the film just feeling like I wanted to reach out and hug all of the women in my theater. I was sat around a bunch of women my age. Yeah. And I was telling my friend I was sat with, I was like, I want to reach out and hug all of these women because this movie really was made for us. This was the one movie that I wish so badly I could have seen with you because 
we were girls together. We grew up together and experienced all of this together. Yes. I know. All of this. Like, first, everything's together. And, yeah, there there is so much more to be said. And I'll be fathoming. I think I'll be fathoming this movie for a long, long time, which I think speaks to the impact it had on me. But Flawless Film will not be taking critiques at this time. Sorry. I love you, dude. I love you, too. And everyone, we have a great new episode next week, too, for Oppenheimer. So stay tuned. I'm so excited to see that and very scared. I think I need to go on a lot of walks before I see that movie. <laughs> I think and I get need a to little see Barbie happier. one more time and yeah. then I will go see Oppenheimer. But exactly. I did have a crazy thought. Hannah and I are going to be in L.A. next week. We should go see Barbie together. We should. Should we? We should. Chinese theater. Let's do it. I love you, dude. I love you. Okay, talk we'll to see you later. guys next week. Bye. Bye. The movie.